Hey there, everybody. I'm Nick Catlin for the Vanguard Podcast Network, and this is What a Week. I'm recording from my closet. It's Wednesday, July 22nd. Here's all the news you need to know this week. Federal police and Portland officers worked in tandem early Saturday morning to clear protesters from the streets of Portland. The two agencies appeared to coordinate their efforts by announcing when they would use force to scatter demonstrators. That simultaneous effort triggered a demand from City Commissioner Joanne Hardesty that Mayor Ted Wheeler either control his police bureau or hand oversight of the city's cops to her. The Oregonian compiled a list of previous incidents where local and federal police appeared to coordinate their response to protesters. Such an effort undercuts Wheeler's assertion that he doesn't want federal officers deployed by President Trump in the city, as do meetings between local cops and the feds. Saturday afternoon, the Portland Police Bureau issued a statement that federal officers would no longer be allowed inside the Portland Police Command Center. Quote, beginning tonight, a police statement said, command from the Federal Protective Service will not work in the Portland Police Incident Command Center. Deputy Chief Chris Davis first disclosed July 9th that a federal officer was admitted to the command center. The issue surfaced again Friday in a legislative hearing first reported by the Oregonian. Federal officers have used tear gas downtown, which Portland police are restricted from doing by court order and a new state law. Mayor Wheeler rejected Commissioner Joanne Hardesty's call to give her control of the city's police bureau. Over the weekend, Hardesty called on the mayor to give up the bureau, saying Wheeler was denying violence committed by local police and did not appear to have control of the force. The mayor was silent on the issue for two days, but on Monday afternoon, in a press release mainly focused on actions mayors across the city were taking to block federal officers from entering their cities, Wheeler included this, quote, I will continue to serve as police commissioner through this time of transformation, he wrote. Under Portland's unique commission form of government, city council members are responsible for the day-to-day oversight of city bureaus. The mayor hands out these assignments, and Portland mayors have historically, though not always, kept the police for themselves. Oregon on Monday reported 277 new cases of the novel coronavirus and two new deaths from the disease. Since the pandemic reached Oregon earlier this year, the state has logged 14,847 known cases and 262 known deaths from COVID-19. Monday's numbers didn't set any records. The all-time high for new cases is 437, set Thursday. That was followed by a close second Sunday when 436 cases were reported. State and local officials said Monday that a huge lag in the time it takes for Oregonians to learn if they've tested positive for COVID-19 is severely hampering the state's efforts to curb the rapid spread of the disease. In some cases, it's taken up to 14 days for Oregonians to learn if they've contracted the novel coronavirus, according to the OHA. By then, they might have already infected untold others during their most contagious period. By then, when public health officials finally call, those infected might have already forgotten some of the places and people they'd visited weeks earlier. That's rendering contact tracing, the system of tracking down all known contacts of the infected person to warn them to quarantine or get tested, much less effective. Representative John Lewis of Georgia, the civil rights leader who served in the House of Representatives for over 30 years, has died Friday at the age of 80. The lawmaker who began his struggle for civil rights at 18 during a lunch counter sit-in in in Nashville, Tennessee, announced he had stage 4 pancreatic cancer in December 2019. At the time, he promised not to let the diagnosis stop him, saying, quote, I have been in some kind of fight for freedom, equality, basic human rights for nearly my entire life. I have never faced a fight quite like the one I have now. And he did not stop from making impassioned arguments for Donald Trump's impeachment, to taking part in the anti-racism and anti-police brutality protests that have swept the world, visiting Washington, D.C.'s Black Lives Matter Plaza, and encouraging protesters around the world to stand up, 
to speak up, to speak out, to do what I call getting in good trouble. Here's John Lewis in his own words. Get out there and push and pull until we redeem the soul of America. When you see something that is not right, not fair, yeah. not just, yeah. say something, yeah. do something, get in trouble, good trouble, necessary trouble. My friend, let us not forget that we are involved in a serious social revolution. President Trump on Monday signaled he may order federal agents to be deployed to Chicago, New York City, Philadelphia, and other major cities as he threatens to crack down further on unrest across the country. Trump was asked in the Oval Office about reports that the government was sending 175 federal troops to those cities to aid local law enforcement. Quote, well, it depends on what your definition of troops is, he told reporters. I mean, we're sending law enforcement. Trump cited heightened violence in Chicago and New York City in particular, both of which have seen a rise in shootings in recent weeks. In the latter's case, he blamed city and state officials for restricting police from taking a stronger response. The government is expected to send 150 agents to Chicago this week. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany told Fox News that the Department of Justice and Department of Homeland Security would roll out specific plans of action on deploying federal resources later in the day. On Monday, the UK suspended its extradition treaty with Hong Kong over a new security law for the ex-colony, which gives Beijing more power. In response, the Chinese ambassador in London said the UK had, quote, blatantly interfered in China's affairs. Liu Xiaoming said, China has never interfered in UK's personal affairs. The UK should do the same in China. Earlier this month, Prime Minister Boris Johnson pledged to offer 3 million Hong Kong residents the chance to settle in the UK, allowing them to ultimately apply for British citizenship. The moves came after Beijing introduced the controversial new security law at the end of June, creating offenses that could see Hong Kong residents sent to mainland China for trial. Critics have claimed the law could see pro-democracy protesters in the region being served with life sentences. Tensions between London and Beijing have been rising, with the UK government separately announcing it would require the removal of Chinese technology from the UK's fledgling 5G mobile network. That's all the news this week. This is What A Week. I'm Nick Gatlin. Have a great week, everyone.